Welcome back, ghosts, ghouls, and things that go bump in the night. Fun fact you might not know about me. I really enjoy bird watching. Um, we have multiple feeders set up on our back porch. Yes, that same back porch that overlooks the cemetery. Don't judge me. You know you'd live here if you could. Anyway. I can actually see the bird feeders from where I record these stories. Which, in fact, isn't necessarily the most comforting thing after the story I have for you today. So, why don't you sit back, relax, and tune in for something weird keeps emptying my bird feeder. When my daughter asked me if we could get a bird feeder, I thought it would be the perfect bonding experience and a way to teach her about nature. But what started as a fun little project took a turn for the worse. It all started a few weeks ago when my eight-year-old daughter and I spotted a Henslow sparrow zipping from tree to tree, little twigs steady in its beak looking for a place to nest before deciding on our big oak tree. My daughter and I had always loved nature, so it came as no surprise to me when she asked for a bird feeder. We ended up getting a little princess castle-shaped one that had a little mesh tray out front to drain the water. We found the most accessible and sturdy branch, and I lifted her up to place it and fill the seeds. We also set up a couple chairs on the deck facing the bird feeder, and a couple of binoculars so we could check in on the sparrow from a distance. For the first few days, everything was normal. The bird feeder was a hit with the sparrow, and we got a lot of view time from it with no problems. One day, though, we noticed that the feeder was completely empty, even though we had just filled it a few hours earlier. Thinking it was just a fluke, I refilled it and went on about my day. It didn't stop there, though. Every time we filled it, the feeder would be empty in just a few hours. I thought what any rational person would. It had to be a squirrel or another wild animal climbing the tree to eat it. Not wanting to have to keep fighting whatever it was from eating all the seeds, I decided to invest in a pole to hang it off of, and greased it up so the squirrel couldn't latch on. But the next time we went out to check on everything, the bird feeder had fallen to the ground and was void of its seeds. I picked it back up and tried again a few more times to the same results. My daughter was getting very frustrated with this and so was I. So we decided to go out and get one of those anti-squirrel bird feeders that only have a small opening for the birds to see if that worked. When I got up the next morning, though, not only was it on the ground empty, but the thing was cracked in half. I was pissed now and almost ready to say forget it and find something else to do, but my daughter begged me to continue because she loved that bird. Fed up, but not wanting to disappoint my daughter, I went and got a new bird feeder a motion camera that I could sync up to get notifications on my phone, 
and a BB gun to take care of that squirrel that was causing this headache. I took the day off work so I could set all this up while my daughter was at school and I could take care of the problem without scarring her. I began to doze off as I waited by the door when the motion detector went off. Picking up my phone to see the culprit, I dropped it in dismay. I quickly grabbed it to make sure I wasn't seeing things. On the screen, lumbering about, was a creature I had never seen before. It was the size of a bear, walked upright like a clumsy human, had a giant snout like an anteater, some sort of tentacle-like things shooting out of its back, long, thick, sharp claws, and eyes so black and soulless that if you stared at them for any length of time, you'd surely see your death. That BB gun wasn't going to kill this thing, so I watched it as it went over to the feeder, grabbing it with the tentacles and ripping the feeder in half before sucking up all the seeds and returning to the forest at the edge of my property. I took the feeder down that night to my daughter's protests. I knew I could show her the video and she would understand, but I couldn't do that to her. Once it was down, I thought it would finally be over and the creature would go away, but last night told me that was not going to happen. I awoke from a dead sleep to a loud boom coming from outside. Still groggy, I walked downstairs to investigate when I noticed I had a notification saying there was motion detected six minutes before. I slowly crept over to the window, overlooking where the crashing sounds were coming from, and looked out. In front of me, with those eyes that will forever be seared into my brain, was the creature staring at me, banging its snout against the front of the house as if beckoning me over. Even though I was shaking with fear and feeling faint, I put on a brave front. I got as close as I could when the creature said, Its deep, demonic voice sounded like it was mimicking our language more than speaking it. It caused my stomach to almost drop through the floor. Obeying, I walked over to the patio door, grabbing the bag of birdseed and throwing it outside before locking it and running back upstairs, shaking. I got a notification a few minutes later and watched it saunter off with not a care in the world. Suffice to say, I'm buying a ton of birdseed from now on, so this creature doesn't harm me or my daughter. Does anyone by chance know what this thing is and how I can get rid of it? Before you say gun, those are pretty hard to get around here, and I have a feeling that would just piss it off, and I need to protect my daughter. At all costs. And that, listeners is all that was sent to us about the weird thing emptying the bird feeder. I have to admit, I suddenly don't mind our little friend Frank, our favorite squirrel, and the one who eats most of the seed out of our feeder. He doesn't seem so bad right now. I'm just thankful I've never seen this thing. So. 
what would you guys do if something like this started emptying your bird feeder? If you have any suggestions, I'd love to hear them. You can find me on the socials at Haunted Horror Storian, or you can always send me an email at hauntedhorrorstorian at gmail.com. I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week, listeners. So, until next time, stay spooky, and remember, sometimes it's more than just a story.